Welcome to the Skate Podcast. Welcome to the radio show. It's 7.47, a little late start. Sorry, sleepy. You know how it works when you're uh, working from home. When your bed is broken, you sleep on the couch. Is this the worst work from home job there is uh, out there? It's 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 got to be one of... Oh, no, uh, there's oh, nothing good about I, it. I hear a lot of horror stories. Not really. Office hours really end at 5. Right. Things are like 10, yeah, so no, I like that. eight to ten. Ganon. So, wala na boundaries. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I know that the work from home thing, especially sa, sa Manila has, uh, or sa Philippines, hasn't really been ideal because of those things that the number one complaint is, okay, well, that means we're available at any time. There's that impression yeah. we're available at any time. And again, if you're hardworking or if you want to keep your job or if you're desperate to keep your job and your company knows that because of what's going on, you're going to make yourself available at any time. But, you know, also you're saving drive time, you're saving all these... We, we, we understand the perks. I'm talking about this radio show, a radio job, a work-from-home radio job. Funny because I've been doing it for nearly 10 years, but yeah. this, is, <laughs> this is the worst work-from-home job ever. Um, but we're here. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us. My name is Mo. That's Susie. Dora is coming back on Monday. Casey, right. who knows? Who I, was knows? I was reading an article on the internet here about why Casey has been gone from all his shows for the past three months. Did they, did they include us? Hold on. Let me see if they included us on this article. Because I'd be totally offended if they didn't. Can you send it to me? Yeah, here it is right here. I'll send it to you right now. Um... <laughs> And so we don't know. When, is he? Is he? Is he not? What's the deal with him? Yes. Oh. Well, the last time I asked our boss about it, why doesn't anyone want to ask him? Like, why not one of us ask him? Everything is good. My work visa na siya. Thanks for uh, updating us, Mr. So Montero. Is, is he listening? Is that what it is? He just Hindi ko alam. Hindi ko alam kung Wait, what do you mean? Ng, no, I'm reading the article. Oh, um, all right. Casey Montero on his whereabouts during absence from the show. The show, not us, ha? Lunched out loud. Nagfix ako ng work visa ko. So it took two, three months lang. Then okay na. May work visa na ako. Everything is fine. Everything is good. Happy to be on work again. No problems anymore. Okay, well, we'll probably hear from him then maybe next week as well on the show, I'm assuming, right? Um, it is, though, 7.50 all over the metro on this Thursday morning. What else is in the news? Okay, fine, just Casey going back to TV on his news. What else is in the news, Susie? What, what, what's 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 piquing your interest? What's got you your call mind? me, Susie? So Sorry, Ken. Well, well, I, I know you got Lenny on the on your podcast today, which is monstrous uh, of a booking because you're talking about a personal, like you know, favorite of ours for the next president of the country. So um, that's that's big. I'm, I'm assuming we're going to hear a lot about that in the news. But what else has got your interest? Um, the na Cisco. I might as well say it right now. I owe you an apology. Yeah, I'll take it. Thank you. Go ahead, please. Make it slow. We're talking so about it. <laughs> You're talking about it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, the topic was who is the lesser evil? Because at that time, Lenny had not declared yet. Yeah. And Dora yeah. and I, really quickly, as in without even like for two seconds, automatically said, Isko. Isko would be our lesser evil. And then you said, No, mine is Manny. And in my head, <laughs> Right, and they said it in front of Dora, which is yeah. yes. right. But it is yes. because there are yes. reasons, and the reasons are now clear. He is making them clear, clearer and clearer every day. Every time he opens his mouth, it's not been good for Isko. So last week he went on this tirade against Lenny, right? And he was saying that. But he said a lot of things. Um, he he said the word yellow tard, which I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of attaching tard to anything. Well, you I, should. I've never said Duterte, Duterte tard in my life. I, right. I hate that. I may have, but you shouldn't. I, yeah. yeah. And, but I wish we can really take that out of our vocabulary because it's, it's not right. Okay? It isn't right. Do yeah. not attach that to any anything. We need to more. So he called. Agree. Yeah, he called um, Lenny and Lenny supporters yellow tards, and then he said something like "kaya sila na inodoro," eh. and then things like 
Um, why is Lenny so focused on the Marcoses? Why is that the only reason she's running? And I, so agree sure that that. Daming, I agree with that, though. I agree with and that. And you brought that up. Right. I did say that about you Lenny. You brought that like, up. Yeah, yeah. You got to want it, not because somebody else wants it. You got to want it for yourself. Yeah. But okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. either way, go ahead. Continue. So um, he said all of this because the day before, hashtag withdraw is trended. And they insulted yeah. her. So parang nagtantrum siya, guy. You should see, you should see. I'll send you the videos. It, it was not a good look. It was not a good look on him. He even said, "Yung kaya kaya sila na inodoro," which is so juvenile. And he should be above that if he's running for president. But then again, we are now we not, we're now facing different standards because Duterte is odd. So this na binya. Um, he 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 said this against the people who. Where I guess criticizing what he said last week. Uh, ang mahirap lamang mga ibang individual talaga, whether in the present or in the past, na mga elitista. It doesn't mean na kapag kami ay sasagot, ay bastos na agad. Eh, ugaling elitista yan eh. Anong tawag dyan? Matapobre. He's suddenly playing the victim card. Well, but that's what that's what you're supposed to do. Listen, here's my thing with Isco, and I, and I think he could be a good guy, right? I think he could be a good politician, to be honest. But in the past few years, he's he's exhibited qualities that make me think he's desperate for power, right? Desperate for power. We'll say anything. Uh, and what you're going to hear a lot in the next coming months as we get close to the election is how poor he is and how poor he was and how poor it was for him growing up and now that he's pro poor. And we're, it's 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 kind of like the, the same rhetoric you'll hear um, kind of over and over. And in fact, that's what Joseph Estrada ran on and won, even though that mother effer hasn't been poor in 95 years. Like, even if he ever was, I mean, who knows? Maybe he was never poor, right? But that's what he kind of targeted. Now, what Isco has going for him is that, yes, he is from Tondo. He grew up poor, but he himself hasn't been poor in 35 years himself. So when you run under, and I know this is not that related to his statement, but when he comes off with the, you know, the you guys are elitist, you're elitist, you're elitist, as if he is... Going back to his home in the slums tonight, mm. right, is mm. just all traditional politician bullshit, yeah. right? So that's my like, that's my bone to pick with him is that it's a scam. It is a uh, it's something he's going to tap into a lot, and I'm, I'm already sick of it because he's not poor. You're not poor, Isco. You're not poor, and you haven't been poor in a really, really long time. You weren't poor before you're a politician because you are a very popular actor you haven't been poor since maybe you were a teenager and um yeah like i i, I just i, I kind of think it's offensive to continue to tap into that you think he's still in the race or is this is this a bbm lenny thing now Oh, well, I mean, when Sarah comes in in a few, what, three, four weeks, then it's not just a BBM Lenny thing. I think it's a BBM Lenny thing right now, but I think uh, the moment uh, Sarah jumps in, which I think we're all anticipating, anticipating. she's going to, mm-hmm. then it becomes a three-headed monster. Um, yeah. And then maybe Manny as as somewhat of a legitimate contender, but it's I think that's zero chance. Oh, really? This. Yeah, because yeah, nobody cares about him outside. If you were him? If you're him, would you withdraw? Save face a bit, maybe gain some. I don't think losing saves face, though. Uh, I maybe you come out to the statement that okay, I'm doing this because I wanna unite the ganyan ganyan. Maybe he can. However you want to spin it is different from whether you want to leave the race or not. I would, if I'm not guaranteed to finish, maybe in the top two or three, which I think he, that's where he's at, I would probably still continue because you get your name out there on the national scale. I mean, Isco has always been such a Manila guy. And I know we are a Manila, like kind of Manila strong country anyway, right? We don't have really legitimate. I mean, like outside of Digong, which was kind of just an outlying thing, it's yeah. hard for a mayor to not from Manila to to win a presidency. Um, so he's got the Manila thing going for him. But I also think getting into a race, uh, a nationwide race, really helps his brand. So I would stick in the race for just for that, just to kind of get my name out there. 
outside of Manila, which we all know who he is because he was an actor and we all know who he is because we read the newspaper or we watch the news. So we know that. But to be in a race for a national position, I think gets him a lot of publicity outside that he'll need down the line if he makes another run at it. And he could totally make another run at it. Uh, we have senators making runs at it all the time. We have Dick Gordon. I think he's running for president. I think he's made what two runs at this already. Uh, he's been it's been abysmal, but he'll still do it. He doesn't care. He'll do it again. So, I think I think I think he stays in. I'm hoping he leaves. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm almost I'm almost certain he's going to stay in. Mm. So, I don't know. You're, you're also like a hundred percent sure he won't win, no? Even if Sarah doesn't run, I'm a hundred percent sure he's not going to win. Uh, it isn't. I, I actually don't even think he stands a really good shot at winning. But well, he'll say everything he can to get there. I think. I think if it came down to a race, like say, say, say it was just uh, Lenny DBM and say Sarah doesn't want it. I think Manny destroys him in in votes as well, though. Like he's gonna be a, he'll be a yeah. wide, wide, wide. Force. That's true. Yeah. Manny's been quiet, no. Have you, did you expect him to be this quiet? He literally has not said anything. I don't know. I, I think maybe, I think maybe just to kind of not make enemies and see what the what the crop is truly in the next month or so. Then you start getting on the attack. I don't think you know. I, I don't think he needs to say anything right now. Just maybe wait. I mean, we're still quite some time away before the election. He doesn't have to campaign. He is Pacquiao. He doesn't need to do anything. He just sits there, right? He doesn't even have to go to work. That's his. That's his mo. And yet he's still massively popular because the name brand is so is so recognizable. So he doesn't have to get petty the way some of these other people do who are desperate for power because well his his brand is so strong. But oh, if let's say Sarah doesn't, hindi nila mapile quote unquote. Yeah. What's gonna happen to Bato? No, oh, that's just laughable. No, that, that's a, that's a laughable candidate. I mean, he, he's. Malana. How yeah, about the, the DDS? Who would the DDS vote for? Maybe BBM. BBM. Oh. That's, what, that's why I'm saying he's such a legit contender, even though he's kind of a nobody. He's just the son. Like, who cares? He's a legit contender because he can, he can maybe rile up the, the right endorsement from uh, a, a pretty strong fan base and then, you know, take it all the way to the end there. So. I thought Joji, who sent me several screenshots so it's korea i think news the son of a dictator a pornographic actor a boxing champion philippine presidential election damn yeah well I mean, yeah but that's that's more clickbait stuff right than kind of anything i mean it's not like this was a porn star right by any means um, maybe that's why they're saying this because the duterte said that when they were fighting yeah, yeah. Well, but shine, whatever. I, I, I think, yeah, I think that's nothing. Um, yeah, there was something I wanted to say uh, about that. That's really, and I completely forgot. Oh, I, I saw this tweet that I thought was hilarious. Maybe came across this one. This was a uh, what? Maybe four or five days ago, um, and it was hawak na magkino si Lenny, and the person responds with sino akino pa na titira si Chris. It's like when you say when you say that, di ba? Hawak na magkino. And it's like there are no more Aquinas left. Yeah. Bimbi. Yes, I love This is the most popular Aquino left. Bimbi. This is the most popular Aquino left. Uh, that's so. a good point. And then when I know when um Marcos apologists say the but their their defense is he is not his father, right? They always say that he is not his father. And then in the next their next tweet or a, a couple of tweets down their timeline. Ayoko kay Lenny kasi ayoko sa Aquino. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Oh, look, I just saw that Kiko, Kiko Pangilinan is following me on Twitter. I just, well, you know, I was kind of looking for uh, political stuff. I came across him like, oh, hey, look at that. Very cool. And that, I'm fixing that for you as well. Oh, look at Oh, thanks. Yeah, you're my campaign manager. <laughs> um, let's take a break. <laughs> And when we come back, hopefully we don't tap into too much politics. You're listening to Good Times here on this Thursday morning. Back after this, don't go away. Welcome back to the show. It's 8.09 here on this Thursday morning. All right. Um, All right. Being off air, we were talking about your upcoming mm. marital status. Yes. Yes. Right? And you're really, um, you're really thrilled about that your new last name is going to have an enye. 
Enya, 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 Enya. What is it? Enya. Enya, sorry. Uh, and, and that's really a level up uh, status for a lot of people. If you can get an Enya in your name, uh, obviously right now you're Thin Gamboa, which is, is a very Spaniard last name. Gamboa is very mm-hmm. Spaniard last name, right? I mean, gosh, mm-hmm. there's probably been great, great uh, celebrities, politicians, athletes with the Gamboa name throughout the world. But your new name, as you are getting close to being married, not that you have a date or anything in mind, but you know you're engaged, right? So it's the next, it's the next mm-hmm. step. What's your new name going to be? Christine Patricia Cabanero. <laughs> that sounds. Wow. Think she has a horse? No. Barcelona. <laughs> she sounds like she has a membership at Polo Club. No? Yeah. And para show my Birkin. But she sounds like she has a Birkin. Christina Patricia Cabanero. <laughs> Wow, look at you. And then when they see you, kabastosan. <laughs> Are you going to do the hyphenated? I'm so sick of the hyphenated. Can we remove the hyphenated? Please don't please don't be uh, Christina Patricia Gamboa. It's so long. It's so long. Please, I'm so sick of the Enya. It has nothing to do with the hyphen. Not the oh, Sorry, what is Enya? So yeah, the hyphen, I'm sorry. The hyphenated. <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of it, and only rich people do it. And I have it has nothing to against like taking a girl's name and throwing it away. You can keep your name; I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's just the, I'm I'm angry at the hyphen. I, okay, I'm gonna defend it. There's a bushiness it. to it. Okay, with just one person. Okay, I'm gonna defend it because of Ricky. Because Ricky cannot be Ricky Reyes. This is why she kept the flaws. <laughs> <laughs> But her name's not Ricky. Erica Reyes, no problem. No one ever heard. No, but if like she's introduced as a host, right? I mean, they don't call her Erica. And they definitely can't call her Ricky Reyes. They can call her Ricky Flores. And, and then they introduce her in showbiz or shows or whatever because that's what she is. That's who mm-hmm. she is. I mean, but... No one's gonna call her Ricky Reyes. I understand. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, get so go, get so. So I can still like when I host something. I can still be like, the Susie Kambua, which is so weird. Yeah, but yeah, but like yeah, in papers, I can be yeah. You know what? In papers, I don't have to have in it. Please don't, don't have to have in it. Please don't. Yeah. You already have your. But that's my ruin it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's a strong, solid point. Oh, that Enya. It's gonna get me a Birkin. <laughs> you're also uh, you're also in the early stages of building your home, right? Can we talk about this a little bit? Not um, so much. Not so much, but just the, the the big the big detail in your house, the very big one. Now, Susie is Susie is. Um, well, there are two big details. There's two big details here that I wanna I wanna point out about Susie, who off air. Okay, look at my face, huh? Because if yeah, and any too point, much, I'm gonna much, yeah, just go. <laughs> Mm-mm. Or just or say stop. You verbally. I don't have okay, to okay. Okay. What if I close my eyes? Okay. Uh, there's two things that uh, that Susie is building her home, her future home with her husband. Okay. Number one, she's moving to the north, which is unheard of. <laughs> it's so funny because so um on my Facebook page, I posted um me in pink, a, a photo of me in pink, right? And of right. course, some trolls were there. And then may isa pinatulan. And then someone, I'm assuming one of our loyal listeners goes, "Gumreplayan taga North yan." <laughs> For sure good times listener yon. 100 million percent. Yeah, yeah no, So you are going to be a northerner like many of us. Um you are there's a reason for this, and that maybe I won't share anyway for for the reason to, okay. to, to be okay. okay. Fine. Your your husband is from the north, and yeah. his family is from the north, and they want you guys to be with closer to him. And yes. your your father is going to go wherever you go, so the yes. whole family is going to be a north family. Yeah, yeah, taking a Enya out of the south and putting it up north. Now, when I say north, it's QC, guys. No big deal. It's not like we're not, we're not moving to Tarlac or anything like that. You're, 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 in, you're in the green Quezon City, right? And the nice, one of the nicer parts of Quezon City, man. It's not like you're going to 
the circle, <laughs> that crap hole, you're, you're, you're going to be in a nicer part of QC. And you're building a townhome, which many, many new couples do. Even mm-hmm. wealthy couples, they don't really go for the big homes. You kind of establish that as you get through maybe in your four, late 40s, 50s, that when you start getting into the bigger home, you get your kids and all that stuff. But usually most newlyweds, they opt for the townhome. But just... Just so that there's an element of uh, the South still in this townhome, Susie is putting a elevator, elevator, but, okay, in her of, okay. town home, an elevator. <laughs> Stop it! Wait, there's I have to explain. There's a reason. Yes, there is a reason, which you will explain. I'll give you that. There but is still a reason. A goddamn elevator. <laughs> now please go. My dad is wheelchair bound. And here in our house, he's been stuck in the ground floor. And so at first we were thinking that we were going to build him a room in the ground floor also. And then when the, the, the development people uh, were talking to us, they said, Ay, merong ano ha? May parang all of the units, uh, all of the homes here, pwedeng lagyan ng elevator. And at first I was like, so bobo naman ba ng elevator? And then when I started to think about it more, hey, you know what? My dad deserves to enjoy the rest of the house also. Because it's a ground floor lang siya. So yeah. it's it's really because of him that yeah, we're getting right, the elevator. Right. And but yeah. it's always we're gonna make fun of you forever. And has not <laughs> has nothing to do with your dad. It has everything to do with the fact that you said yes to said elevator. Now, um, I know you told me how much your house costs, and I won't tell you it on there. But how much does just the elevator cost? Like, how much does it cost to put an elevator in a home? Because at least Come that. Come on. I want to know. I'm, I, no. I, mean, I want to put an elevator in my house. Okay. It's surprisingly not as oh, expensive okay. as everyone thinks. Yeah. Yes. It's surprisingly not as expensive as everyone thinks. Because I think elevator, I'm thinking easily 1.5 or, you know, something like that. It's going to be. It's gonna be two million, three million. No, 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 not two million, not three. Below two million, but yeah, coche. Okay. Well, that's still surprisingly. <laughs> but I thought it would be more. 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 I Mm. But boy, the baller effect of it, though, right? When you go yeah. to someone's house, it's like, oh, my God. And that elevator better be plush. It better be plush inside. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, not the, uh, no, oh, it's a small box, but it better not look like a, like a freight elevator. It's going to have some kind of trimming, leatherette. Yeah, that's a big gold. A little bit of couch. Little sofa. Grab it, man! Your couch. No, it's an elevator. You got a Kardashian is uh, is it or whatever. Tapat kasi yung wheelchair ni Papa, de ba? So no, no, room for a couch. Yeah, but there's gotta be a TV screen. You gotta watch like some TV in there. It's gonna be a three-story house. Skyscraper. No, I know, but that's that's still right. If you're gonna have an elevator, you gotta go all out. If you're gonna spend that, it's better. It's because there's not much to to furnish. It's a very small box, I'm assuming. As mm-hmm. elevators are, especially a house elevator, it's probably a tiny, yeah. tiny box. So yes. really, doll the hell up out of it. Little mini screen, touch screen, something, coffee maker. You just no <laughs> coffee maker. Come on, no. <laughs> I'm gonna sleep two nights in that elevator if I just as soon as I first get it. Now here's the problem: elevators break down, love. And yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. You yeah. know, I've been thinking about that as well. A lot. They break down often. Yeah, I know, I know. That stresses me out a bit, but. But every time I see that, up, sira, ups make counting eat five yen. Uh, and then I'm gonna say pa talaga na kasi ang mahal ng kuryente, di ba? Kasi papa lang gagamit yan. Tayo lahat, stairs! <laughs> that's still so cool, man. Park an elevator in a town hall. In a town hall. Why not just do the stairs with the, with, the, with the platform that goes up? That's kind of cool, too. You know that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's, that's mas mura. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's just kind of fun, though, right? So I get it's yeah, kind of like, yeah, the, the <laughs> elevator's still baller. <laughs> and then, remember when I, you know, when I vlog my house tour? Uh, let's go. So follow me, guys. <laughs> and, and then your your house of mom. Diba sabi mo um Shut up. That's going to be my, my biggest adjustment. Pao is a neat freak. Pao sure. dogs are room. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would. Uh, elevators full of Jason Kidd photos. <laughs> Speaking of basketball, the NBA season starts. Uh, yeah, I know I see him. Mm-hmm. The NBA season starts in uh, a couple of days, give or take, mm-hmm. right? Uh, five days, yes. Yeah, five days. How, how do you how do you feel about it? How do you, I mean, obviously you're coming off from a big championship, uh, then so riding kind of high there. Um, are you excited? Well, I'm assuming you're still right excited about the Bucks and the Bucks only. Yeah, yeah, but I'm still. You know, I mean, I watch games that are not box games. You know, I love the league in general. Um, wait lang, what's the news na about Kyrie? Yung last ko nabasa yesterday was na they're not parang the right. so, It's weird because uh, some press uh, use the word ban. Yeah, uh, I saw that word. Yeah, not a good ban. Yeah, ban is such a bad word to use. Um, mm. But we all know what's, what it kind of somewhat means, right? In the sense that he's not going to be playing any games. The team doesn't want him to play any games unless he can be there all out. I don't agree with that as well. I think that he should be able to be, he should play in the games that he qualifies for. But because he plays for Brooklyn, which is in New York, they're not going to allow him into the arena. Oddly enough, if you're a visiting player, though, you're going to be allowed into the arena. So the unvaccinated, Kadulani Bradley Beal, um, and I think Michael Porter Jr. is still not vaccinated, right? I know Andrew Wiggins recently got the vaccine. Wiggins is not, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Wiggins is, right? I'm not yes. sure if Michael Porter is uh, yet, right? No, and then Bradley Beal clearly is the, the biggest, most sizable star who's unvaccinated. Uh, according to state laws, they're allowed to come into New York and play their games, but Kyrie is not. Odd. So, yeah, it is because if you are a resident of that state, you have to follow the state rules. If you're a visitor, then you have to follow, you can meet your allowed an exemption so uh bradley beal's not gonna miss any games and wiggins was gonna be under the Kyrie yeah. statues as well because obviously you know that was oh, the rule the he plays, mm-hmm. yeah he plays in a state that requires you to be uh vaccinated but an out of town player can come in and play so like the best case scenario for Kyrie is we'd probably get traded to another team that doesn't have mm-hmm. those things but you know that's if there's one player who I wouldn't be surprised with, say, the $30 million plus that he's not going to get maybe for playing this season. And he'd be like, it's okay. It's Kyrie, right? I think we all know that. That he has always been that case. Good for him that he's always been that case. I mean, not yeah. good for him that he doesn't want to get vaccinated. His convictions are really Right, his convictions are so admirable mm-hmm. that uh, even if we don't agree with him not being vaccinated, I'm like, wow, that's so ballsy. To that be part able you to have control. to admire. Yeah, I'm not going to... Stand your ground. Absolutely, mm-hmm. right? And, and of course, he's very wealthy already. And maybe he's taken the mindset of, I've got more money than I can spend. No need to get greedy. And I can take this stand there are a lot of rich guys out there i think lebron for a, a, a big chunk of time was either not vaccinated or never confirmed he was vaccinated mm-hmm. and maybe that was a financial thing and there are some guys who have so much money and they want more money i think Kyrie's at a place where like no okay you know what i've, I've maybe i've made enough and i can yeah. hold my ground here um you think that's that, gonna ha- that, 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 that's gonna happen i think two things have to happen or three okay three things have to happen number one he's gonna eventually succumb to the pressure and get vaccinated right uh whether it is because not playing the game missing out on all that salary year after year after year is just is just too much of a burden um or every state starts to have rules similar to that of new york and then you're really kind of going to get in trouble uh it's really inconvenient get traded getting traded is probably a a kind of good thing maybe for Brooklyn and for Kyrie because yeah. you can still get a sizable haul for him and 
he can then continue to be an elite player uh, somewhere else. Yeah, win, and win, then, win. Because even the the team that gets him, I mean, he's so good. Oh, so he probably has best. He probably has one of the best years uh, statistically last season. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's very, 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 very good still. Um, not anywhere near showing a, a decline of any kind. So to move him yep. to a team and get a sizable hole in return so it doesn't really hurt Brooklyn as much, I think might be a really good way to go about it. And then let's just retire because, hey, you know what? I've had enough money. I'm kind of sick of being in the limelight. I hate asking, answering questions about myself and, you know, I just want to be left alone and do my thing. That wow. could totally be plausible as well because he's got enough money to do it. Yeah, I mean, he could. And, and you know, People do that a lot. Basketball players, not as much, but other players of other sports retire really early because it's the wear and tear, the travel, the distance, the, all that stuff is kind of pain in the ass. If you make enough money and you think you can survive off of it, it's very plausible to just leave early because it's very taxing on your body. So, you know, and that could happen. Kyrie is, he's kind of odd enough. No? Nah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know odd's probably not the right word, right? But yeah. in a sense that he's unique. Wherein, there you go. Yes. Yeah, wherein for the for the right reasons, for the good reasons, which is he'll stand his principle, and mm-hmm. I don't think he, um, yeah, I don't think he ever kind of succumbs to the pressure of, of anything. Yeah. In fact, he's if anything is somewhat of a trendsetter when it comes to social uh, issues and, and having like a uh, using his voice and his platform and all those words that people do now these days for for the cause for whatever cause he wants. So good for him, but yeah. That's a lot of money, man. So <laughs> um, many, so many money. elevators can I buy with? Buy <laughs> uh, elevators and hyphens. Yeah, you can buy like ten elevators a day for every day that <laughs> he doesn't want to play. Polo club, Birkin, all of that. Yeah, yeah. Let's get vaccinated, man. Bir- uh, I don't think so. I don't think I don't think Curry's uh, married. Mm. But anyway, so. Mm. Uh, did, you oh, did you did you draft? Tim, no, I did. I didn't. I didn't draft him. In, I didn't draft him in the uh, in the fantasy league. And is he draftable now? Yes, he still is draftable now. Obviously, Kyrie, if he were vaccinated and scheduled to play all the games this season, you're talking. You're talking about a 13th overall, 12th overall, 14th overall player. Um, you can make an argument for taking him at the end of the first round in a 12 team league at 11, 12, and in that range, absolutely worth it. Uh, in our league, he went, I believe, maybe in the fifth, fourth round. So Kyrie went in the fourth round overall because I play in a 14 team league. That is, oh, what was he overall? He went 49th overall, which, okay. which is a little early, I think, considering what's going on. Burning a fourth round pick on Kyrie, yeah. if you're because I mean, obviously, many of you guys have fantasy basketball drafts this weekend. Uh, this is big, this is the big fantasy basketball draft weekend. So, but yeah, fine, let's talk a little fantasy basketball then. If you guys want, send me, send us a message. Uh, then if I'm not on Facebook, so if people have a fantasy basketball, yeah, okay, we're reading, yes, on Facebook, mm-hmm. do that, and then you can send it on Twitter if if you want as well. But first question, Emma is asking Roto or H2H? Roto always, always Roto, always, always Roto. Now, now head-to-head is the most popular, especially among Filipinos. I've talked about this every single year. Why I want you guys to go Roto. Roto is fairer. It doesn't encourage punting. Punting is uh, purposely losing a category because when you play in a nine-category fantasy basketball league, and most often it's nine categories. And what are those categories? Field goal percentage, free throw percentage, three-pointers, points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, and turnovers. Those are the nine categories, turnovers being the negative. Um, When you play in head-to-head, you only have to win five. So you can concentrate on the five strongest, six, seven if you want, but you can completely disregard one or two categories. What's the point then? Like, what's the point to purposely lose in those categories? Like, why have those categories then? So I, I, I don't like playing a game where I'm happy with losing um, in my statistical c- accumulation, right? I don't like it. Uh, with COVID, you really, really want to play Roto because at any point throughout the week, your player can go into quarantine. Your player can test positive. Your player, your player would have to sit out one, two games or uh, relative to how many tests they have to take. If you have a Bradley Beal, for example, and he tests positive, that's mandatory 10 days. So 
your you could be a head to head is because it's, it's a weekly competition between you and another manager and one guy yeah right yeah and let's say your uh, your cutoff date to start the week is as many people do Sunday. What if your guy tests positive or has some kind of quarantine restriction or social distancing he has to do on Tuesday? You've now lost. The chance of you losing that week are so high because yeah. of that. Okay. That's why you really don't want to do head-to-head during COVID time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a poor, poor mindset. And then, of course, there's the argument of that's just not close to real life simulation as possible. I had to, in, in real life, because um, fantasy is based on real life. In real life, teams are not playing another team for one week. And, you know, it's, it's just that's not how the game works. It's an every night game. You play the entire league at all times. So I like the fairness of the Road to 3 setup. I like that it protects you because of the COVID situation and how the NBA schedules lessening of the back-to-backs, spreading out the season a longer span. Uh, the rotisserie format is superior there because now you're seeing less games within a week. Also, another argument against head-to-head is there's a playoffs and the playoffs happens during the regular season. That just doesn't make sense. Why would there be a playoff? It's unnatural. Yeah, it's just unnatural. Why would there be a playoff during the regular season? Especially in the regular season, as we saw last year, the last 10, 15, and as we see in every year, the last 5, 10, 12 games, people are tanking, Play, good players aren't playing. Wins don't matter as much if you're in the bottom part of the standings. And it kind of just ruins the natural competitiveness. So that is another issue why you don't want your quote-unquote playoffs during a time of the season where some teams are not taking it seriously or losing on purpose. Really bad. So um, I, I'm not going to say don't play head-to-head. I'm just saying this is why I like rotisserie considerably more. I've never played head-to-head. In my years of playing fantasy, I, I've always preferred 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 Roto. Preferred. And preferred. Yeah, yeah. I, I do I do enjoy the rotisserie. I think it's just so much better of a setup. But I'll tell you right now, I think the Filipinas maybe 85-90% of leagues are head-to-head leagues. It is truly the minority uh, when you're talking about um, rotisseries. But trust me, dude, it's, it is the way to go. Please consider it. Please, please consider it. It's, it is the way to go. Um, Here's another question for you. Yeah. Uh, does it matter if I go with ESPN Fantasy or Yahoo Fantasy? It doesn't matter, but Yahoo is the superior product. The rankings alone just tells you that ESPN's product is is, is not as good. Um, the rankings are abysmal. Um, really, I didn't truly. even know my ESPN. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, there's, it was Yahoo. yeah there is. It's, it's bad. I wouldn't do it. Um, so, yeah, Rose History. Uh, Rose, I mean, not Rose History. Uh, in terms of which platform, absolutely Yahoo is the best. I know that Yahoo, nobody does Yahoo email addresses anymore. Mm-hmm. Nobody uses mm-hmm. Yahoo as a search engine. But for fantasy sports, dude, it is superior by just amazing. Keep, 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 keep. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna join. I have, I have one. I know. Yeah, I'm the joining. draft interface is really good. I have fantasy, I have fantasy this year. <laughs> Yeah, go girl. Help with your draft. I love it. Um, and then one more question. Yeah, go. Any tips on drafting on the first round? Well, the, the first round is the easiest round to draft because all of the players are somewhat elite. You can't really go <laughs> wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there are tiers. Obviously, the number one pick, Nikola Jokic, clearly the number one pick. You should get him. You have the number one pick. He's the right person to take is much, much better than say the person you're going to pick in the 12th pick, 13th pick. And that's your Bradley Beal, Paul George. That's your gosh, who else is in that range? Uh, maybe uh, Joel Embiid. I took Trey Young, uh, 13th overall. Giannis might be there depending if you play Roto or head to head. Nicole is considerably better. Why does player. it, why, why will it depend because, on whether it's- well, well because like I said earlier you can now you can now lose on purpose if you're in if you're in head to head you can lose on purpose and losing on purpose when you have Giannis means free throws if I oh. if I take if, if I'm gonna lose free throws on purpose Giannis is the second best fantasy player maybe in the NBA or third behind Steph Curry and Nikola Jokic so if you are playing rotisserie where all categories matter all categories matter should right Giannis is not a top five player because he's so poor at the free throw line. Um, that goes the same for guys like Rudy Gobert. That goes true for even Le- LeBron James to, to a certain extent. Um, I'm going to zoom Luka. you when we do our draft. <laughs> yeah, no, do it. I would love to. I, I could talk fantasy basketball all day long. Um, Are you only a one league? Yes. Uh, you're kind of guy. 
I concentrate on one league. And that's because I build my life around the team. Like my viewing life is built around my team. Whether I'm going to fly to see a game, buy tickets to watch a game, it's based around my fantasy team, who's on my team and who I want to see. My selection of games to watch on every, any given morning for you guys, nighttime for me is based around my fantasy team. So if I have three or four leagues, that means I will roster a bunch of players and it's hard to kind of, it's hard to kind of have a fan for it. You would, boss Jude Turquato, yeah, he's putting, he's, that's the league I'm joining. He was putting together like a, oh, nice, nice. Roto or Hedhead? Wadi ko paalam. It's probably But it's going to be this, draft is going to be this weekend if I'm not Dude, I'm there if you need me. If you need it. Bradford on Twitter says, 16 team, 9 category, 15th pick. Gobert expected to be gone before then. Is that a head-to-head? Is that why Gobert is expected to be gone then? Because he shouldn't be. He should not be gone in the top 15. Um, Hope someone drops or stick to a plan focused on just uh, Fred Van Vliet uh, right now. Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet is ranked higher than Trey. Prepared. <laughs> I, I would take Trey Young over uh, Van Vliet. Um, the Van Vliet field goal percentage is 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 a really an anchor, right? Um, in a negative way, it brings it down. He's not a good field goal percentage guy. The steals are elite. Tung head to head, okay, Sha. Yes, if you, want to point your, okay. yeah, if you want to put your field goal percentage, then Van Vliet's okay. awesome. But I just like Trey more. I think. I think. Let's just call him V, uh, FVV, right? I think this is the best he's going to be. While Trey, as we saw in the playoffs last year, can really kind of has notches and, and levels that I think he can still go to. And I like that upside more than the Van Vliet floor. And 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 then when you talk fantasy sports and you think when you say ceiling and floor, floor meaning you know you have a consistent base, but then ceiling is higher, meaning this. This person can improve considerably okay. more. So I okay. like the Trey Young. I think both have really good floors, but I think Trey Young's ceiling is yes. considerably higher than Van Vliet. Hence, I'm going to go Trey Young, who's again only in his, it's like what year number four now for him or something like that. So um, I'm, I'm taking Trey Young. Uh, if, if he's available at 15, uh, Bradford, you take Trey Young over Van Vliet easy and don't even worry about it. From Angelo, Mo, I picked Van Vliet over Lamelo. Was I wrong? No, that's the right call. Um, I that's the right right call to make, but it it depends on who your first round pick though is. For me, I really like Lamelo this year. Man, Lamelo's so good, dude. He's so good for fantasy. And I had Van Vliet last year. I think I picked him up in the third round. Really happy with what I got. But Van Vliet is better. Yes, he is statistically better than LaMelo in fantasy. LaMelo could be better this season. You made the right decision, but man, if I was in your shoes, that would be tough. I might I might, I might go LaMelo, if, depending on who my first round pick is. But, but yeah, statistically, that is better. At least in the past, obviously, because LaMelo is only in year two. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's a tough one. Family's better. Yeah, family's better. Yes, yes. But there you go, I'm, Angela. Don't feel bad. I may have gone Lamelo just because you got you get you get so much. Like what is what does Lamelo ball not do well? Let's see, because his maybe his free throw percentage might sit at 73 percent. Uh, the field goal percentage there's a chance might sit in the forty four percent forty five percent range. Still better than Van Vliet. And then everything else is going to be better outside of maybe turnovers. He's going to, he could steal. Uh, Van Vliet could lead the league in steals, but Lamella should be able to compete there. The blocks are going to be better. The rebounds are going to be considerably better. The assists will be, if not better, the same. The points, maybe Van Vliet will probably score a little bit more, but not by much. Three pointers, again, maybe Van Vliet a little bit more, but not by much, but you get so much in the other counting stuff, like. Uh, rebounds and blocks and even field goal percentage over Lamelo over Van Vliet. So Lamelo has a follow up message. Um, yeah, he got him in the third round. Uh, he got Jokic and Zach Levine in first and second. I would have gone Lamelo then because the field goal percentage is a problem. Okay. Yeah. The field Sorry, goal percentage. <laughs> From Joffrey, what you think about my first picks? Trey, PG, and Jimmy. So that's a 12 team. How, what is it? Trey? Paul George and Jimmy Butler. How, how, how do you even do that? You, you can't do that. 
was it, six teams in this league? Like, how, how do you... Because all of those guys are late first round, early second round, and you have three. Did you trade up? Did you trade for a second second round pick? You can do that. Yeah, you can. I mean, yeah, if your league allows trades, absolutely you can. I mean, if you traded... If you traded up in the second round and gave your third and fourth pick for it, that's totally possible. But how well, do you get two H? I was eleventh pick. Yeah, but how do you get Jimmy Butler on the way back? Like, what kind of idiots you play with? <laughs> because if you're eleven and you took who was it again? Trey. Yeah, he's early, but fine. Mm-hmm. You get eleven Trey on the way back. Who is his? Who's who's was Paul George? Paul George. Yes, yeah, so for sure. Paul George goes on the way back. Or if you could have gone first and then Trey on the way back. How the hell do you get Jimmy Butler in the late third? So that means somebody picked DeAndre Ayton ahead of you, Rudy Gobert, uh, Bam Adebayo, Vucevic, Sabonis, uh, LeBron, Levine. Did I say him already? Not yet. Like all those guys have to go before Jimmy Butler and then maybe one or two more pa to even get to Jimmy Butler mm. in the third. So he's playing with Engots? <laughs> maybe. I mean, <laughs> maybe Zion. Maybe somebody is stupid enough to take Zion. Maybe somebody took Kyrie and kind of ruined it. Oh. You know, because Jimmy that doesn't make sense. That, yeah, it doesn't make sense <laughs> that Jimmy would even get back that far in a 12 team. That's weird. Okay, yeah, either so, they're idiots. So either they're idiots. Yeah, I'm, I'm puzzled because either your 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 league's full of like dumbasses, somebody was auto picking and made the mistake, or you drafted way early thinking that Kyrie was gonna be there and Zion was gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. Zion oh, now no. considerably drops. Mm-hmm. Kyrie's yeah. way these two guys are way out of the second round. You should not oh, be taking Zion. Zion. Yet Zion was a, a a consideration for a mid-second round pick before the news of his broken foot comes out. So maybe that's what happened. Either auto-picked, dumbasses, or you guys drafted way early and, and kind of did not know. Dumbass. Yeah, dumbasses who live in a shit house. <laughs> yeah, with no elevator. <laughs> More questions uh, from Tommy. I got Luca. Turner Holmes in the first three rounds. This is a good combo. This is in an 18 team. Yeah, so you're hurting. Obviously, you're hurting for points. Okay. Now, Luca could be a top four scorer in the league this season, totally within the realm of likeliness or whatever. But now you're hurting for points. So in the fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, this is where you're going to be looking at guys who can get you 20 points a game. Now, Obviously, because Turner's not going to do that. Rashawn Holmes maybe will get you 16, uh, possibly in that range. So you're going to you're, you're going to hurt for points, and points are hard to get towards the latter rounds. So you're going to concentrate in round four, round five, round six on guys who can score and give you a little bit else. Uh, who else? You might be hurting a little bit with your three pointers. Which you might want to address, but you can get threes late, so not that urgent. I, I'm I'm more concerned about the scoring uh, with those top three picks. Yeah. Who is the better pick for sixth man, Clarkson or Pat Williams? Oh, you mean like just this is not fantasy. This is just NBA, right? Mm-hmm. Well, see the the thing is the award sometimes to use the for the lack of a better term award offensive stats and Pat Williams is more of a defensive guy than an offensive guy. So Jordan Clarkson, it would always kind of be the sexier pick, but it's hard to win that. Agree. It's hard to win that <laughs> award two years in a row. It's hard to win that award two years in a row. So oh, I mean, I know, Lou I know, Williams I know, did I know, it. Yeah, I know Lou Williams, but that's he's a bit of an outlier. I think it's just generally hard to win any award two years in a row. Maybe defensive player of the year, it's possible, but all the other ones are kind of hard to win back to back. Who are you predicting to be the the fantasy breakout player this season? Hi, Dennis. Good morning. Um, let's see. I um fantasy breakout. I mean, Lamelo was is. I, I think Lamelo's going to do so good this year, but he's being drafted like he is. So I'm going to say Jakob Pertle of the the center for the San Antonio Spurs. Um, I took him pretty early. I, I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd like him. I know he's been around a while, but how early as we kinda, did you take him? I took. I think. Oh God, I don't 
hold on let me look it up if i can find my uh, let me get my screen up here if i can get my i took him 72nd overall um usually oh where would usually sometimes he might not even get drafted um no i mean he's draftable this season i'm talking about past seasons he's usually Mm -hmm. not draftable guy or somebody you would dump in the later rounds it's opportunity and that's really the thing about fantasy right you don't have to be a great player you just have to have a good opportunity because stats come in basketball it's a fast-paced game there's a lot of stats laid out on the floor you just have to touch the ball you're going to get a stat somehow right so if you're playing minutes you're going to create or generate statistics that's what i like about this fantasy versus other sports so if you're on the floor you can be valuable and Jacopo can be massively valuable in rebounding, shot blocking, field goal percentage. That's why I really like him taking him at 72 is a tad early in my opinion, but that's just kind of, I feel pretty strongly about him. Um, fantasy breakout. That's always such a hard question to answer because it depends what you know versus what your competitors know in terms of just knowledge of opportunity upside and all of that stuff. Um, let me try to think of a guy that not a lot of people think about. So a lot of people are asking for sleepers. I mean, yeah, that's kind a, of related. Kind yeah. Of related it, it, that's such a, that's such a, that's that question happens so often, but remember you're, you're the sleeper, the sleepers, are people that you're going to be picking in the later rounds, but you're already kind of fixing your team at this point, finalizing what you got, filling in weaknesses, looking at the voids, trying to find the person for those statistics. And that's where your sleepers kind of fall in. So what were last year's sleepers? Man. No unexpected. Nagumaling all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I yeah. think Christian Wood maybe been the, the one of the more Wood. popular ones. He's now a third round player. He finished uh the year before he went to Houston. He finished strong uh with Detroit. Hence he was kind of a bit of a sleeper last year and was able to produce. He got hurt, obviously, that kind of ruined it. Kevin Porter Jr. probably is a good one. Um with John Wall no longer going to play for the Rockets that leaves an opening at the point guard position and Kevin Porter Jr. can absolutely fill that in and get you a ton of stats I think he's one but if you know basketball you know Kevin Porter Jr. so it's not a sleeper we all know that he's going to be the the shooting guard there Mo Bamba is is has been great uh in the preseason having a good game right now while we're doing the show Mo Bamba's having a really good game had an amazing game uh last game but he's sharing those front court minutes with Wendell Carter Jr. if something happens to Wendell, Wendell Carter Jr. then Mo Bamba takes off I mean really really takes off that's a guy that I'm drafting aggressively in the later rounds uh there was an injury to dylan brooks and that's going to leave up that's going to leave some opportunity for guys like the anthony melton and desmond bain uh bain's an excellent shooter we can see him maybe rack up some points the anthony melton is really really good at having a family fantasy friendly game that's another late round target i'd get since uh we, we see the uh, dylan brooks injury um gosh sleeper sleeper sleepers can you gamble on rookies and like I do. I have Jalen Green. So I have I have Jalen Green okay. and Scotty Barnes on my team. Christian like Wood's bestie, by the way. Bestie sila cute, no? <laughs> Jalen Green and Christian Wood are besties. Well, yeah, I mean they're the same. They're the best <laughs> players on our team. So <laughs> they're gonna have to be, right? <laughs> um but yeah, no, I got Jalen Green. I have Scotty Barnes. The the, the the issues with the rookies usually is, revolves around efficiency, meaning poor field goal percentage, poor free throw percent, percentage, and then generally a high turnover rate. So that's always kind of the concern with rookies, right? Efficiency. So um, I don't, don't know. have a rule now. Okay, I'm not going to draft. Rookie yeah, you can have one. You can have one. You, you, you can have one. No, I don't. I don't. Okay. I'll take Zion in his first year. I'll take Luca in his first year. I'll take those guys because I like them. I just want I, the thing with me in fantasy, and, and maybe this is why I don't win every year, is because I want to get players I like that I'm a fan of and that I want to watch on television because it helps me with enjoying the, the the viewing process. And if that means picking a guy who's not as good over a guy that's really good, I'm going to pick the yeah. guy who's not as good if okay. I know he plays in the time zone that I like. Like okay. West wow. Coast. Zone. Oh you know, my gosh, there's so stuff, many things you like consider. That. Yeah, I consider those things, which makes it a bad idea because why would I consider West Coast time zone? Well, I, watch it, I, I do that because I can watch it now. It's after dinner. I get to watch it. I, I'm not, you know, doing the radio show. If if I have a lot of oh. East Coast players, we're on the radio when the East Coast is playing. So 
New York, Boston, Miami, uh, Charlotte, Atlanta. All of these teams are playing when we're on air. You got three. Huh? You got three, Deba. Yeah, I know I got three, but But as much as possible, if I were choosing between two players and they were somewhat in the same caliber of player, I will choose the West Coast team over the East Coast team because it's of of watchability. Yeah, that's just like... Yeah, man. This is kind of my question also. Um, is the preseason important? Like, well, his no. question is kind of in a different, ano, but like, do you consider it when you're drafting? Like how people play in the preseason? Like, Kanina, you mentioned how, how Mo Bamba is killing it now. Yeah. Eman's question. I want to read it out. Sorry. Um, is the preseason important? I'm a Lakers fan and anyone, everyone is saying, oh, warm up lang yan. And I'm not convinced. Measure important yung preseason for me. Thoughts. So as a fan, like, should he be alarmed? I, I wouldn't. I would never Westbrook be. Westbrook is not playing well at all. Yeah. So the Lakers are what? 0 4, I think, in the preseason. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be alarmed uh, regarding preseason. Yeah. I just, no. It's not a thing for me. Um, yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> no. There you go. You chill, Eman. You're fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Merck, um, now that Kyrie is out of the picture, is Harden a better first pick over Jokic? Oh, yes. Oh, no. Not not over Jokic, but he could be. I mean, he could be the first. He could be the number one overall player, but he is better. He's a better first round pick. Um, so if that means he goes from three to two, four to three. Five okay. to three, five to four. Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah, but but maybe by one or two stops. Do I take Harden over Steph Curry? Probably not. I probably still take Steph Curry over Harden with my number two pick. But I would definitely take James Harden number three. I, he just does not leave the top three. If you want to take him number one overall, that's totally fine. It's just centers are harder to to come around. Yeah. So I take- yeah. So uh, hi, Dennis. Dennis said we should invite you to Smart Swap our. Uh, our NBA show on NBA.com. Yeah. We if you have a, fantasy. a fantasy episode, we should fantasy. do a fantasy episode. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. tell them. So, we'll do that. You know, uh, one of the more important questions is where to take Anthony Davis this season, right? Anthony Davis is a mm. perennial number one overall pick every single mm-hmm. year. Him yeah. and James Harden, they share number one picks every year. And now Anthony Davis, I mean, gosh, he could even fall out of the first round. Um, wow. Yeah, it's, it's kind of intense how much uh, draft stock he has lost this season wow. compared to past seasons. I think Anthony Davis is still a better fantasy player than Luca. I think people who take Luca in the top five to seven picks are making a mistake. They're doing that because they like him. I would take him in the top seven because I love Luca. If I didn't love Luca, there's no way in hell I take him maybe in my top nine, even though he can go as early as three. Um it's just not a fantasy friendly rotisserie uh, setup. Head to head, fine, Luca, fine, because you can you can you can punt free throw percentage or you can punt turnovers or whatever other Luca problems you have there defensively. Not a good shot blocker. Steals kind of went up a little bit, but nothing to go crazy about. Um, but he is not a top five player if you're playing uh, fantasy basketball. He, you know, I would take Anthony Davis over him. So, what else? Anything else? Anything else? Jaden McDaniels. Oh, another, another sleeper. There you go. Here's another guy I took uh, kind of late. Jaden McDaniel, McDaniels of the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Really good defensive stats possibly there. If he gets an opportunity, that's a good pick. You want to keep him in mind later in your drafts uh, this this weekend. It's 8.53. We oh, let's get out here. 40 minutes talking fancy. Uh, thank you, Elman and Dennis. Apparently, they watch Smart Swap. Thanks, guys. Tonight, we're going to have... Who do we have tonight? Oh, Back in Austria and Nico Salva are our guests tonight. Oh, Salva, Salva, Nico, uh, Nico, 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 come on, Salva. Via says I took uh, Kevin Love in a twelve-team uh, league. Is that okay? No, that's not okay. Yeah, you want to get rid of that? Yeah, you want to get rid of that? That's okay, Via. What round? It doesn't matter. You don't take him ever. So <laughs> that's fine. Proud <laughs> It doesn't matter. Crowded, just too crowded in the front court. Jared Allen, Evan Mobley. I mean, there are guys there that are better than Kevin Love already now. Uh, via that's that's name recognition. Maybe it's a little bogey mm. recognition. Bogey, yes, you're at it as well, my dear. But uh, I would drop him, and it's okay. That's okay. Just as long as you didn't take him in the, the seventh round or eighth round or anything like kind of stupid like that. If you took him at the end, that's okay. Just drop drop him. Pick somebody else up. Desmond Bain should be available right now in your leagues with the with the news of Dylan Brooks. I would take him if you're looking for a big guy. Hence the Kevin Love 
pick. Like if you're looking for a three point shooter, then you can easily drop him. There are a lot of guys who shoot threes. But if you're looking for that rebound, um, yeah, then I, I would drop him, but pick up another a big man, another big man like uh, Precious Achua. If, if he's out there, you know, uh, Pascal Siakam and Chris, Chris Boucher are out right now. Maybe I would get um, a little bit of Precious on my team. See if I can grab some precious. rebounds there early on. Yeah. Maybe there's somebody I'll probably look at. Of course, if Mobile is available, take Mobile. It's awesome. Um, let me see here, real quick. Your thoughts on Dame? I don't know. What, in, in what context, Miko? First round pick? Top seven pick? Top eight pick? If that's what you mean. First round. Take him. First round. No problem. Easy. Uh, not, Who was that? Sorry. Oh, I'm black. Oh, Dame. Okay, Dame. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But I don't know what context. Like, give me a little bit more on your question when you say that. Uh, anything, anything. And 14 I, teams. Tatum, Gobert, Fox. This is from Sid. Tatum, that's Gobert. His, yeah. Okay, so you're going to hurt, obviously, in free throw percentage. Okay, that's that's what you need to address in the next coming rounds. Even though Jason Tatum is a good free throw shooter, you're kind of ruining his strength there by bringing in a Gobert and a Fox, who's abysmal at the free throw line, right? Both of them. Uh, if this is head-to-head, probably is, then you don't have to worry about it as much because, again, you can lose on purpose. Ugh, hate it. Um <laughs> And if that's the case, then this is an amazing, this is an amazing start. Uh, good offense, good defense, good counting stats. Uh, free throw percentage is a problem, but who cares? And then maybe you want to concentrate on grabbing some more three-pointers towards the end of, or middle to the end of your draft, because you're not going to get a lot of threes from either Gobert or Darren Fox. But love it. No, good. Totally, totally down with a team like that if you are head-to-head and you're punting free throws. You have to almost punt free throws in that case. Better be awake when... <laughs> Our draft is going on. <laughs> yeah, better no. be awake. <laughs> yeah, do that. Do that, please. Um, just message me and and we'll make it happen. I owe you anyway because you're gonna get Lenny on my podcast, so I gotta. Uh, we'll wrap it up. Birthday gift to you. Yeah, it's not you. And you better pay up. Take that gift. Uh, we will see you next week. Tin, good luck, with Dora. Good luck with the vice president today. I don't. I, know I, had, you don't I, know. I had LBM yesterday. I was so nervous. God, I thought you meant BBM and you said LBM. No. What? You're synonymous. <laughs> Valid. No, because we're talking about yeah. we're talking about we're talking about VP Lenny, and then you're like, I had LBM the other day. I could have. I, no, no. no. <laughs> I had LBM yesterday because I was so anxious and excited and nervous. But yeah, yeah, should be fine. Uh, JP, one last one. JP says, uh, Hi Mo, 10 team head to head keeper league. I have Dame, Bam, Levine, LaMelo. Who to keep? I would keep definitely LaMelo. Um, Bam is not as strong and as a head to head player as he's a roto player, even though he's young. I, you know, I kind of lean towards it. Uh, Dame, it'll be Dame versus Dame versus Levine. Lillard is 30 years old, I believe. How old is Lillard? He's, I think he's 30. Lillard is, where's the age on him? 31. Um, Maybe I go Levine because of age. What age is the peak for an NBA player? Oh, 28, about 28, 27. Well, no, it's it's probably younger now, right? Oh, sorry. Generally, your athletic prime is what? Anywhere between like 27 to 30 is your athletic prime. But the younger guys are already dominant at an early age. Uh, Zach Levine is, how old is Levine? 26 years old. Fine. So I'm keeping the younger guys. I'm, t- I'm keeping Levine and, and LaMelo uh, to answer your question in the Keeper League. Um, yeah, yeah, the younger guys now. Like, like Zach Levine feels like he's been good, right, for a couple of years now. Like really, really good player. I'm shocked that he's 26. And he's only 26. I'm shocked. It's insane, right? <laughs> There's some guys standing there that are just, you're like, wow, they've been around a long time and they're yeah. so good. And they're still so young. I'm uh, shocked. Like, like, How old was he when he got drafted? 19, ganyan? Yeah, Jalen Green's 19 was, now. He was drafted in 2014. Seven years ago. Yeah, he's 19. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, like take for J- J- Jason Tatum, for example, right? A guy who can be, he's an all NBA play, uh, level player, right? He has been good now for a few years. Mm-hmm. He is first round player, first round player last year, 23 years old. That's insane. 23. That old. is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Jason Dave is 23 years old. He's younger than Dora. <laughs> 
by two years. Three. Birthday na si Three years wow. No way. I cannot believe. Luca is 22 years old. Luca medyo gets ko. He has that baby face. Well, Jason Tatum doesn't look old, but I'm shocked that he's 23. Because I feel wait, like wait. I've been watching him for a while. Yeah, but Tatum and Luca turned 23. Sorry, uh, Tatum turned 20 this year. Oh, his birthday's next week or something. Like, is he turned 23 this year? Really? Luca was born in 1999. <laughs> Crazy is this stuff. Too. They're young. These guys are young. Uh, and, and then, yeah, and, and in a in a keeper league, I'm, I'm going to go with age here. Dame at 31. Keeper keeper league. What's that mean? You get to keep. You get to keep. Uh, you get to choose which players you want to carry over to the next season. Oh. That's why younger players are such hot commodity because. They um they, they can contribute to your team for for many more years than say. Wait, a no, I didn't even know that Meganon. Yeah, yeah, and there's auction drafts. There's you know, oh, you wow, that's bid so cool. for your players. Also realistic and realistic. That's realistic because that's it's somewhat realistic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, because you get to. But I like the keeper league because you get to run with your core guys for oh. many years. Like you can, if, if, I mean, if if I I would have tried my best to get Luca in year one and imagine then he'll be on my team every mm. year for 15 years. Mm. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. We'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great, great upcoming weekend. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next time. Bye everybody. Safe guys. Bye.